0: Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. We're back after a little while, so we had some time to digest and process the final and reflect on the season. I'm sure we'll mention some moments of the final in this podcast, but the overall discussion will be based on the entire season and looking forward to the next one. Tonight, I have the gentleman from Southern California to go through the ups and the downs of the season with me. We've got Jeff Hallett. Jeffrey, how's it going?
1: It's going fantastic. We're back in the United States.
0: After a rough trip in Kiev, so I'm sure you all be mentioning a good a good fair amount about that. And Ali Ali Reza Garamani, what's up, Ali? Whoa, full name.
2: I didn't want that out there.
0: Ali Reza Garamani. <laughs> hard times uh, growing up, hard to spell. Jeff, just go ahead and talk about the trip, man. We got to get it out. Like just just discuss it.
1: Well, I, for any of our listeners that went, and I'm sure there's a few, uh, it was complex to get out. To get in and even more complex to leave when you wanted to leave the city's beautiful downtown that is uh, the suburbs where I stayed to not pay a thousand US per night in all the flats that were being rented out was not nice it was more Kazakhstan <laughs> Iran maybe very dry deserty and just a bunch of
2: cheap oh, whoa, buildings. Whoa. What's, what's wrong with Iran
1: nothing wrong with it. Hey,
2: hey. (laughs) what is this? (laughs) Shout out to Ali's dad. Uh, Come on. He's there right now.
1: You know what the Middle East looks like? That's exactly what the eastern part of Ukraine, the suburbs, if you will, look like. Wow. That's fantastic. Don't stay there. But yeah, I mean, the atmosphere, Liverpool sort of took over downtown for much of the two days that we were there. And we all know what the result was. There were some depression leaving it but all in
2: all fantastic trip
0: how was it before the game did you guys get to you know get up pretty close to the to the center square
2: wait wait when you got out of the plane and went into the airport what did you see was it them welcoming you with like liverpool banners and and stuff like that because i just imagined it being like that
1: no uh, imagine going to Uh. a a third world airport (laughs) this is their major international airport
0: The complete opposite of what you're thinking right now. (laughs)
2: Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty bummed out right now.
1: When you think of activation for a Super Bowl, where cities become Super Bowl City, this was so not that. You you flew into a banana republic. There was minimal signage. And once you got out to the curb, it got even more scary. So... yeah, it was very underwhelming from a branding point of view, like you're here for Champions League finals, should be a big deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It wasn't really coming in. And then, what, what and then you're I- driving in the middle of the night from the airport to my place in the suburbs, and <laughs> I was driving at a 100, probably 200 kilometers an hour, like just jetting without much regard for speeding tickets or law. And it was just, Jesus. Very, it was barren. There were a few lights on, not much, and... Then I ended up in the suburbs.
0: How's the stadium itself?
1: Stadium itself was gorgeous. Yeah, there's no no negative marks in the stadium. It's beautiful. I mean, the atmosphere that everyone has talked about, I mean, it was, if you think about it, the best the best supporters that were willing to from a, you know, I will kill my discreet income for the rest of the year or maybe even go into savings for this trip, to even for the expense, much less deal with the logistics to get out there. Right takes a certain type of supporter, so it seemed like you had like best of the best at Shoshenko Park, which is where Liverpool organized the day of the match, the day before it. You had bars downtown, sticky on the floor, but uh, a lot of Liverpool supporters just in
2: constant
1: constant song. It was it was beautiful.
0: Well, the terrible thing was the result, but glad you had a good time <laughs> there. Um, yeah, I mean you know. UEFA you feel like kind of messed up on that one a bit just you know didn't think they were fully ready to to have a final isn't it in Madrid next year too so just two completely different cities Um, you know in terms of everything that they have to offer and and uh, it made the trip tough for a lot of people but good on you guys for getting out there glad it was at least memorable you know hopefully you'll take that with you forever so yeah. continuing on though uh to glad we got that out of the way i know we'll be talking a little bit more about it soon obviously as we review the season but let's go ahead and before we do that um let's let's do the podium guys let's get into it because we'll be mentioning these things Woo-hoo! throughout the season got a little seed index on steroids here so podium you got your gold your silver and your bronze and you also have your participation award so Basically, your top four moments um, or just things in general about this season. Jeff, what do you got, man?
1: We got the best and the worst, correct? So top four. Right,
0: yeah, best best and worst, yeah.
1: And top four worst. Okay, all right. So uh, here's my gold, and it's included in this season because it was the only way I was able to get over the final, the Fabinho signing. That's my gold. The defensive mid that you've been clamoring for since God was a corporal is here. Yeah, so, much to talk very, about him
0: later. Very excited. Okay,
1: um, my silver was uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain's goal versus City
0: at Anfield. Great call, I mean, great call. Just
1: so much amazing there. And, and what we missed going into the final even. And then my bronze was Van Dyke walking through the door in on 1-1. And it just what has become the brand of the Edwards-Klopp partnership. No one knew he was... I mean, at least knew in the micro moments leading up to that he was coming. He just walked through the door. And then, of course, Katina walked out of it. It's <laughs> a different problem. Right. Get, get into that and the worst. Uh, and then my participation award. And our listeners will love this. Because we've got a heavy contingent from Turkey. Come to Beshita. Yes.
0: <laughs> that was a great Amigo. moment. Well done. Great and just for that,
1: we're, we're going to get tons of listens from... <laughs> from
0: uh from istanbul so amen yes ali hey, hey. give me your your good podium okay
2: so my gold goes out to mina rizuki hey, hey. everyone <laughs> everyone knows why um there's kind of two parts to this because yes she did say muhammad Salah would be another one quadrado but if you looked at her page <laughs> no matter what she posted for the entire yeah. season, we had trolls just ripping her apart and just putting gifs of Muhammad Salah waving back to it her. It's great. the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I actually saw her feeling bad, but but that's more towards you know Muhammad Salah being one of the best players I've ever seen in a Liverpool shirt, with about 1.8 billion what Muslims following him and supporting our club now. So the gold definitely goes out to yeah, huge to for that the fan kind of
0: following the fan base too.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, Silver goes out to all those amazing videos that come out every time we win a game, whether it's uh, when I'm Liverpool with Elmo or Big Hog, just fantastic yes. YouTube mm-hmm. videos For with sure. all the different memes, uh, with on, you know, megging the ball and just running with <laughs> it just from, from anything. Uh, they come oh, my up with brilliant stuff. Yeah. yeah, Bronze just goes to our fans in general, Ale, Ale, Ale. Just one of the best songs I've ever heard. Um, I think it came out during our Porto away game. Just fantastic atmosphere all around the club. And then finally, the participation award goes to Cork's biggest fan. Because after uh, <laughs> after that came out, we're all down and, you know, down about Coutinho leaving. But uh, he came out with a song. A lot of the social media fans came together. I know the fans at Liverpool didn't really like it, but uh, it was fun. And uh, we battered uh, City after that. So good
0: times. Yeah, good stuff. That was... That was a pretty funny moment too. The fact, and he just he got to sing even before the game, right outside anthem too. Just <laughs> got on like talk man. shows and stuff. Just yeah, hilarious. he was
1: definitely on a talk show doing it too. Yeah,
0: but he, I, like and, I mean, the,
1: the bummer about it is that he stole the Monet chant and turned it into. And you know what? The supporters needed it after Coutinho, all of his agitation, the additional material we got from Melissa Reddy's article on Klopp, like all. You know, that entire period, what he was doing to agitate, and the team together without Klopp, all that stuff. It's almost like the supporters needed it. So, yeah. good on
0: him. Yeah, absolutely. I got uh, gold Is the Van Dyke signing because just, I mean, we wouldn't have even made the Champions League final, let alone got that far, if he didn't walk in the door. And just after what was such a long saga and took forever and possibly might not have happened, um, just getting... The best center back that we've had at the club in a long, long time through the door. I think just completely changed the entire season, and um, cannot wait for him to go forward because we're still going to see the best of him going forward. He's he's got a preseason under us with the Netherlands not going to the World Cup as well, so he'll be fit and, and ready to go. Really excited for Van Dyke. My silver uh, would be the Mane goal in Champions League final to tie it up. Um, Ali, we're at uh, the pub just going insane. That was like the mo- I feel like the most insane that we've ever gone. Um, I think I was about to headbutt you because I didn't know what yeah, to do. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, because uh, my sister's wedding that weekend, so i got to go back and and see some of the boys, um, go see everyone at I've the dub.
2: I've got a video
1: of that from the stadium, and of course it was going just mental. Uh, yeah, and I was insane. Videoing from Milner trying to gin them up as he was taking the corner through yeah.
0: the goal. Just nuts.
2: Love it, God! I have wow. goosebumps. We didn't even win.
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> that moment oh, right there. Geez. Just oh my just God, that game. Uh, my bronze was actually Miggs when uh, when he went out of the side. <laughs> yep. Um, when Klopp made the the decision, like, all right, now it's actually Carrius. You're you're going to get a run of games, Minule, You know you're done here. There, were, there weren't any, even any pity games on the way. No random cup games, no meaningless Premier League games, anything like that. He just did not play and, and made the decision to go with Carrius, um, And that, that did change a little bit of, of the season, I think. I think we were definitely different at the back, better at the back with him. Um, the stats prove it. Uh, not to and mention my, how well he reacted, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about him even some more in the in the bad podium but um overall i thought you know he had a pretty good season and we'll get into the player ratings later uh my participation <clears throat> award kind of goes along with what what ali had was the fans i i'd say just some of the chants that we've had this year some of the songs that that uh the the reds fan bases is, is created were just glorious uh the salah one is great uh allay allay uh, there's there's a bunch of really really good ones and uh it's a lot more fun. Obviously when you're going far in a competition, you can take those with you through the whole season, but they, they just but made still, those chance that much. Better. Bobby, Bobby has no chance. Yeah, I got, I got one. I got one. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll make it happen just in my own, um, living room during the game. You but. tried. You definitely <laughs> tried. <laughs> so, uh, so that would be my participation award. Let's go ahead and get into now the bad podium alley. We'll swing it back to you. Ooh, oh, perfect, me first. Right okay. There.
2: So my goal goes to not getting Keta or VVD early on or at all this season, this past season, because if we had Keta and VVD, we would have won everything.
0: That's a great shout. Uh, you know, aside from the Van Dyke thing, I actually thought it was more possible to get Keta in, in the middle of the season than Van Dyke at the beginning of the season after all that shit had happened. So really huge bummer that we didn't get him in.
2: <laughs> exactly. I think, I think it's going to be a monster signing. Um, Silver goes out to the Salah injury. Ramos knew what he was doing. It was a world class injury, I guess you would say, because um, he got away with it. No, no repercussions towards him. So, I think that was just a smart play by him. Horrible no pre- play for us. No repercussions
0: for him for elbowing Carius in the face. Like well, that, that, the video. That's he, just much, a, that's a horrible,
2: bigger. horrible thing he did. Um, but yeah, Salah, the Salah injury. I think it really hurt our chances to win the game. And then, yeah. Uh, Bronze goes to Coutinho leaving. Um, I didn't think he'd want to leave Klopp, and you know, after seeing all the signings and you know players we're trying to bring in, I thought he would. He would want to stay and uh, become a legend there, as as he said he would. Um, and then the participation award goes to Emir Chan, not renewing his yep. uh, contract with us. That really pisses me off because he's one of my favorite uh, midfielders that we have.
1: Well, you still don't know. He could very well still sign. No, no, he's no gonna, he with
2: yeah, I agree.
0: apparently today. Yeah. Um, you know here here's a little spin zone, and you know how much I love Emery. So this won't make any sense coming out of my mouth, but the one positive I guess you can take away from this anything, if anything, it like unites our fans a little bit more, just because there's not gonna have to be any fucking, you know. Uh, Hendo or Emre debate anymore. It's like not him or him. Like, so that conversation is just going to be out the window, at least now. Like, he clearly doesn't want to be here, or else he'd re sign. We got another boss midfielder coming in to replace him. So, like, I love him, but if he doesn't want to be at the club, you know, just later, you know, go, go, you know, he will win things with Juventus because that's what they do over there. But, you know, just, I'm, I, you know, don't let the door hit you on the way out. I'm not, uh, I'm not too overly disappointed you know i know he's a very good player but if you don't want to be here i don't want you on the team fair enough fuck you yeah no no i mean (laughs) you know you know how much i i love emory like it's it's really disappointing that he's leaving he's i thought he was going to be the future six for us but he just clearly doesn't want to be here i don't know i thought he was gonna be the future captain yeah we 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 have talked about it plenty of times in the past um you know we we were definitely a pro emre chan podcast it's just i think it's because and i did sort of the same thing with coutinho where i just you know if they don't want to be here i, I kind of just want to make it pass as you know fast as possible and just like all right you know it's it's not like one of those things where it just didn't work out they they just didn't want to be here so um trying to move on from him as fast as possible now to. uh jeffrey what do you got man
1: so number one the gold has to go to Salah going down in the 30th minute of the final because I went through all that pain and suffering to get there, get in the stadium, get my blood alcohol concentration up, and he goes fucking down. Yeah, brutal. (laughs) Because, I mean, the air out of the stadium, I mean, the supporters as crazy as they were, I mean, your stomach dropped. You knew that so much of the offense was built around him. For him to go down, it was awful. And, of course, we're sitting in a stadium we don't have – Instant replay to see what happened, who triggered what, because obviously it was Salah triggering the contact to try to draw the penalty. It's just it was unfortunate in so many different ways. So that was my gold. Yeah, and I'm sure there's no argument on that. Uh, my silver is kind of as Ali glommed onto. It's uh, the Coutinho nonsense. I mean, we had it at the beginning of the year, you know, right at the end of camp, and then through the fall into January, and of course, you know, not so long after, you know, we see Van Dyke come in, Coutinho's going out, all, you know, just having to pay attention to the rumors and is, you know, what is Spanish press saying? What is Paul Joyce saying locally? What, what, what's happening really with this? And it turned out he and his people, his family, his agent, and himself with his own team if you haven't read Melissa Reddy's he piece, he paid his own clock. money
2: to get out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he's just begging and pleading, get out. I mean, and that's uh, calling players-only meetings. A lot of weird shit that he did.
2: Feels that like did he got move. a restraining order on us, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it hurts Ooh. more because he's so good.
1: Yeah, because he is world class. He is. There's no debating that. And even funnier, he comes to Anfield with Brazil and plays like shit. So that's that's pretty good. I'll make that a positive, Silver. Um, getting onto my bronze. Um, ha- having to endure Emre everywhere. Uh, and that means on Twitter, that means on TV, announcers saying, Jean, Chan. You know, it's just having to, from having to pronounce the name to do we want to keep him or not, is he staying or going, All of that conjecture, I'm just done with. So, yeah, that's a very solid bronze in my list. And, of course, the participation award, because I was there for that match too, Jonathan Moss calling the penalty in stoppage time that
0: ultimately led to the game
1: goal and gave Spurs a draw to celebrate because that's what they do.
0: Yeah, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Oh, man. This is this is a tough one.
1: All right, I'll just cynical Joey. Yeah, this is this could be your finest hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, my finest hour. Right?
2: <laughs> you are so excited right now. You probably had a list of fifty things to go through.
0: I'm just trying to think of yeah, exactly. There's just so many. It's like where do I rank these? Um, I guess the first one would be Bale's goal. His second one, yeah. um, the, like the overhead kick was insane. But we at least still had a chance to get back in that game, even under the circumstances that we were that we had. But it was it was the second one that I just it just let the air out uh, of my lungs immediately. And you just didn't feel like we were going to get back in it after that uh, at all, just not even have a chance. So that that was just really, really deflating and kind of, you know, just probably the worst moment of the season in terms of just the actual feeling, um, knowing that you weren't going to get it from there. So, uh, that was gold. My silver, uh, was the, the ox injury because that one that sucked. I I felt like he was really coming on. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Had some, just had some great games against city throughout the season. Some big goals. Uh, one of the only guys who was willing to launch one from long distance and, uh, you know, I know we have some great players coming in, but at the time, he was kind of the only guy who was, you know, had the speed and quickness and directness to kind of break from midfield, and it, it, we missed that a lot. I think a lot in, in the games after uh, he had gotten injured. So that oh, wow. was my yeah. That was my silver. Bronze was the continuous stuff for all, all the reasons you guys said it, especially with just how he left. We all knew it was going to happen. Uh, you know, we all knew he was the heir to Iniesta, but just not just how he left because that was terrible, but just the fact that he was statistically, and you could even see it with the eye test, becoming one of the great midfielders right now in the game. Um, and it, it, I just, it sucks that we don't have him anymore. So um, that was definitely my, on my bad. And then my participation, I, I'd also say it's, it's very injury related, but um, the Joe Gomez injury, uh, you just feel bad for him. I, uh, you feel awful and, um, not a knee though. So, you know, it's, yeah, but you just, he's, he's always getting injured and he has a lot. Uh, we, we always have a lot of high hopes for, for the young guys, but you know, he's one that who had a really good season for us right back before Trent. So, um, we'll get into it in the play ratings. Um, I guess the, the, I listed the four there, but have to mention the overall bad that, that eclipses all these is, um, Sean Cox and the stabbing. Just, oh, yeah. um, you know, just, really put a damper on on, on the occasion terrible stuff uh, you know i think he's he's out uh back in his home now I, I he's obviously not still doing well but really tough thing to 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 watch you know the video was was disgusting too so
1: there's a video of what happened
0: it's you don't really see you, you see people going together and then breaking up and then him just on the ground um i'm i'm pretty yes. sure that's, that's what it was when i saw it so just rough anyways let's let's go ahead and now that we got all the negativity out let's have a little bit of a positive outlook gentlemen i know it's hard for me to do but we're going to do it um on the season in general we'll get into our player ratings right now we'll just kind of briefly go through how we thought everyone did this season worth noting get into a little bit of the the guys on loan and then go through some of the the incomings that we have already signed let's go ahead and start with the back Ali, start with the goalkeepers
2: all right so Karius, uh, obviously he didn't play the entire season uh, he did really well leading up to the final, in my opinion. But regardless, he did lose, you know, the most prestigious prize in club football with just two of his own errors. Um, and he couldn't write that in a book. So because of that, I'm going to give him a six, but reports did come out. And today we found out that he was concussed during the game after actually before the first goal. So before the first error Ramos. against Benzema. Yeah, Ramos hit him in the face um, after he was kind of shoved by VVD. So I was gonna bring Jack on to discuss that, but uh, we we don't need to do that. He was concussed. I still want to give him a chance. I still like him. But if you want to get to the elite level of goalkeepers, you gotta go. You gotta look at De Gea versus like his percentages and save percentages. So De Gea ended the season with 82.1% of the shots against him saved. Carrius was around. 68.9 68.9 percent so if you want to hit that elite level you're gonna to have to sign someone new if you want to hit that you know six seven level you can stick with carriers yeah
0: yeah what about migs i
2: mean what is there to say he he did what he had to do five out of ten poor guy can't kick the ball if he could he would be a lot better <laughs> um five out of ten half a season what else do you want
0: yeah yeah the only bonus i might give him is just trying to like salvage his career on social media and Befriending everyone before he leaves. Uh, Super smart. <laughs> Loverin's doing a little bit better job of that with uh, Salah right now, so good on him for sneaking in there. But um, let's get back to the keepers. Jeff, anything to add?
1: Just how do we think about the concussion now that we know? Does it change anything much? I mean, you can't yeah. absolve Curious totally of blame because none of us were there. None of us are obviously skilled enough medically to even evaluate it's cool that you know the Massachusetts medics and well-regarded neurological capability at that hospital so you know it comes from credible sources but it's what two weeks after the fact
2: you're just not gonna win the fans over you know the homegrown fans the scousers there who go to the games they're gonna bitch him own if he's still in goal. So I think with that in mind, you just have to move on. Um, I don't know if Klopp could could beat that beat that aspect of it. But um, what's funny to me is some some of these FSG out people are coming out and saying this is a conspiracy theory, so they don't have to sign another goalkeeper, <laughs> and they they have their own medics coming out and saying this so that it's it could save their asses, which is which is hilarious.
1: No, These same mean, fools that were like, you know, trying to intimidate him, uh, kill you, kill your family, like all that kind of nonsense. They're not supporters. Oh, they, just they're just ridiculous people. Or yeah. Someone
0: else. Those aren't real fans that, that do all that shit. I'm glad it, this news didn't come out right after because then it would look like he's trying to make excuses, which he hasn't. It's tough to say. Like you don't, you don't. Like you said, you're not there, and you'd think any athlete, even though. Especially a young kid, you know, a guy who's trying to prove himself and make a name for himself, he's not going to want to come out, even if for a split second he thinks he might have been concussed. He still thinks he could play at that level, and there's nothing to worry about. I don't know if it had any effect on the two goals. I mean, he fuck, you know, he, he threw it into Benzema's foot pretty much. So, uh, concussed or not, you know, I, I just don't think that's a result of that. The second, Bale's one, second goal, though, yeah, the second goal could be different. Bale, you know, Bale shot swerves a lot. You know, he should have got fists to it strong fists in it, that obviously we know what happened i don't want to use this kind of as an excuse as to well, why
2: those two well joey out. joey i so i got hit in the head with a with a free kick right straight in the temple i got knocked out i woke up whatever i went to work and i just knew i was concussed so i went home and i couldn't even walk to the grocery store so if Bale hits a thirty yarder and it's swerving, I don't think there's any chance of him saving that. Yeah, if but he's if, actually if, concussed, what
0: I'm saying is, is if okay, so like let's just say he was concussed. Let's say it actually happened. It's on him to know, okay, I'm not, I'm not, it, you know, here. I'm not here in the game enough to help my team and take himself out of the game. Like I mentioned before, I know that you know him being a young player wanting to prove himself. That's something that's hard to do, but if if. If he f- has the symptoms of what is an actual, you know, concussion, then you don't you don't keep yourself in the game. You just don't. So I don't want to use that well, as an excuse. Too true. Too true.
1: This is where this is where having Jack Ramos on might have helped, providing <laughs> right. some. It's not his last name isn't Ramos. We're just Sessions, right? Session.
2: Right. I um, so, forgot.
1: Yeah, yeah. We certainly have internally having the medical perspective. These are professional athletes. How would you ever expect someone that's in a final, adrenaline running through them, and just concussed? A lot of them don't even know they've been con- concussed. They're just trying to keep on as best they can. So I, I don't really fall curious for not having the presence of mind to say, uh oh, shit, I, I'm not going to see that.
0: That hit him square in like both his hands, and he threw a ball in a Benzema's foot. Like, I don't blame that fully on... I don't, I, listen, I wasn't there. Again, it's it's hard for me to say. I've been concussed before. I know what it feels like as well. I feel like just he, he should have taken him, himself out of the game if, in fact, he was. No matter how much adrenaline's running through your body, you you got to understand. Listen, I'm not helping my team because he cost Liverpool the final. Bottom line. So I, it's just it's a tough one. It's it's, it's a tough one. Do you have <laughs> getting back in the ratings? Do you have any ratings for for both uh, Migs and and Carius?
1: So I, I did my ratings on an A B C D scale because I didn't get the <laughs> format.
0: Let's do <laughs> both. Tonight. We're going to do both now. We're, we're going to both. It. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do both. Okay, just make it extra confusing what for us. What the listeners. fuck is this? Yeah, right. Um, so Carius was an A minus for me from the second half forward. I mean, both both keepers struggled in the first half, as well documented. But once he got the job, eight clean sheets, uh, booked thirty saves. So in in our winning percentage, one nine. Drew three, lost three. So pretty good in the second half. Uh, and that's just in the Premier League. Obviously got us through to the final, so uh, couldn't give him any less than an A-. minus. His performance in the final is an F. There, there's no getting around it. Um, so I don't know how you can give him an A. Concussed or not, well, you got to average it out. That's why I'm giving both I just, scores.
0: I still, I mean, I don't feel like anyone could ever get an A, no matter how good of a season they had, if they had A, a minus in the final. to the final. All right, all right, move on.
1: F averages out as a C. And then Minule, uh, he lost his job. I mean, A plus, A plus for his social media effort, but he lost his job. So um, I don't know how you could grade that any better than a D.
0: Ali, scale on one to ten, the young right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Considering
2: he's nineteen, um, he takes free kicks for us. He takes really nice um, corners. He creates a chance every 63 minutes. Uh, Alonzo, who everyone rates higher than most left backs in the league. I'm just, you know, looking at the left back, even though he plays right back. He creates a chance every 84 minutes. So 63 versus 84. He's doing better in that area. Give him a seven out of 10.
0: Yeah, solid season. Jeff on the other scale. What do you got him on the, uh, letter?
1: Alexander Arnold, uh, first half, give him a B. And then the second half, as he found his leg, especially in, in Champions League, it, it was a solid A. You know, he was able to solve Sané in that knockout series in Champions League. And I thought he did fairly well in the final. Uh, both he and, and Robertson did, did well, at least of what we did well that day. So, yeah, good for him. Uh, Gomez, up until he got injured, gave him a solid B. I mean, he had games to forget, such as Spurs at Wembley. And, you know, a lot of good games, even in Champions League with Hoffenheim early. So I thought the effort he put forth, uh, the first part of the season was B. Second half is kind of non-existent. So somewhere between a C and a D and he got injured and that was it. So And, and then Klein was an incomplete because what did we get? Maybe a appearance at the bare end of the season from him.
0: Good news was, is that he was actually able to to get some minutes in before the end of the season um some notes that i'd have on uh, gomez is that he just like you said he looked really strong before the injury so really happy with how he played and and trent i mean the experience that he got this year he'll take with him forward and it can only make him better the you know he had some stinkers against united um and uh a, a couple other sides um throughout the season but he also had some great games the the matchup against santa like we just talked about um but i mean playing in a Champions League final, playing in, in all these important games throughout the Premier League as well. Uh, just very excited for him um, to take those with him and, and get better moving forward. Uh, Ali, you didn't mention uh, Gomez or Klein. You got any ratings for those guys? <laughs> what am I supposed to give uh, Klein? Poor guy.
2: Um, non-existent, so no no uh, rating for him. But uh, Gomez is definitely not going to be as high as uh, I gave Trent. So... With him, his injuries have hurt him a lot, and I think he had more bad games than uh, than Trent did. Um, I felt less comfortable with Gomez back there, so I'll give him a 6 out of 10.
0: Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, let's move on, gentlemen, to the left backs right now. I'll go back to you. Robbo and Albie, what do you got for the two guys? All right,
2: so Albie, before he got injured, honestly, he was playing... Just out of his mind. Um, I could honestly have given him, I could have honestly given him a nine out of 10 if it was half a season. Um, except he did play poorly against Sevilla again. What the hell? Um, so I'll give him, I'll give him like an eight out of 10 just, just because he did well for half the season. And I know people are going to be pissed off about that. Robbo though, he's just so reliable. It's absolutely insane. His crossing ability is something we've lacked. Um, one of his highlights for me is the pressing, you know, during the City game, he pressed the entire world. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Highlight number two, the, the world-class last-ditch tackle on Ronaldo in the final. So give him a 7 out of 10 as well.
0: Ooh, 7. Okay. Uh, Jeffrey, graded out. Robertson,
1: since he took the job from Albie, uh, uh, you yeah, know, Albie leading up to in the first half, I would translate his effort to a B, B-plus, and then, of course, went down, and the performance against Sevilla was typical. Against Sevilla for him, but Robertson as he took over clear A clear A in terms of attitude, tackle on Ronaldo at the end of the year, like as Ali pointed out, pressing versus City. Uh, the jokes of him like going all the way to the City bus and making sure he's he's tracking and, and pressing that phenomenal year from him. Endured himself the cop and supporters just love.
0: Yeah, solid grade for him. Um, it's we mentioned it plenty of times in the pod. It's weird. It feels like it's been. Almost a decade, I feel like, since we had both of our fullbacks, both depth there in that position, as well as our starters being very reliable. I mean, we aren't, you're worried a little bit defensively with Trent on occasion, um, but him going forward is just amazing. Uh, And then Bravo, I mean, he's just, just absolute class out there. It looked like he was born to play for Liverpool. Um, Just, really really nice to have the depth that we do at those two positions now and don't really have to worry about it, especially if uh, did he already sign that or potentially might sign a new contract which I'd be very happy with um, he knows he's going to get games next season so hopefully he stays let's go ahead and move on to the center backs gentlemen Ali what do you got
2: Loverin, huh
0: uh-huh.
2: um, this is one of my uh, unpopular opinions so I used to not like him at all um, but recently, I've uh, grown to kind of, kind of really like him. So, the dude is 6 like He's solid. twenty-eight years old. Um, he's in the prime of his years. He's had many, many, many mistakes. Don't get me wrong. But you can't deny that he's done well since Virgil Van Dyke came in. And I know people say yes, but another player that's better than him would do better than Lovren is doing. But let's take a look at what past. Managers have thought of him. So, Br used him obviously and liked him. He bought him. Klopp seems to like him and plays him uh, whenever he's fit. Um, Gerard wrote in his book that he's one of the best, you know, defenders in training sessions that he's ever seen. So, I think he has a really good canvas for, you know, athletic ability. You know, being built as a 6 pretty athletic guy. Um, I think where he lacks is maybe behind the, or in between the ears. So, I think with VVD and with Klopp, and I know Klopp likes. The coach players, he doesn't like getting the the final product most of the time. He enjoys coaching. I think we can still see him, you know, create a good player in the in the next two years out of him. So, with that said, I give him a seven.
0: All right, uh, what do you got for Van Dyke?
2: Dude, the guy's a nine out of ten. The guy has had twenty six appearances in the Premier League. Already has what seventeen head attempts. I swear he's going to score so many goals next year. Um, <laughs> if you look at the guy, if you look at the guy that. Uh, that has the most attempts. Uh, who played way more games? Seven more games than him, or eleven more games than him? Only had seven more attempts, and that's Duffy from Brighton who crossed the ball a lot more. So VVD is going to be an absolute just beast next season. Offset pieces,
0: he's a monster and he's class too. Um, what do you got from Monty?
2: <laughs> Every time you say Matip, I think of you know those long arms. Um, the guy is just not reliable. I thought he was going to be a very, 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 very good partner with, uh, with VVD. I give the guy a 6 out of 10. He's just not reliable enough for me. And Kloven. Kloven's a 10 out of 10.
0: What do you Yes, great call. What do you <laughs> yeah, want that's here? what I expected. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's exactly what I thought. The header. How could yeah. you give any less for the header? Jeffrey, grade those papers. Yeah, uh,
1: so, so Van Dyke, clear A. Uh, Allie said it. And Lovren averages out as a C. It was, you know, could be could have been worse early in the season, totally inconsistent. But you plug Van Dyke in there, tells him where to go, what to kick, what to head. Um, average him out as a C. Um, because he put in through knockout stages of Champions League through the final, including the final, Fantastic performances, so credit to him. Still, at the end of the day, we, we need better next to Van Dyke, but uh, very capable performance for him this year, probably. I mean, it is the best that he's played in a Liverpool shirt, bar none. So, see, uh, Matip and his lack of a header from a said piece, we're still looking for it. Joey's still calling it in games, uh, so that clear D for me, including injury. I think the injury. I called it
0: every game, and it never happened.
1: Right, right. It, it, that will continue. As long as he's in a Liverpool shirt, you'll be doing that and you won't do it. Uh, you can only handle set pieces when the ball's on the ground on a third ball and no one's around him. Right. So, yeah, it, it is disappointing. So coming in as a set piece specialist and so much skill on the ball relative to Lovren. He seems more comfortable on the ball, but he's, he's like tall and fragile. I don't really know how you put those two together, but not good a club on uh for his performances a solid c so it's clear van dyke clear a you need someone better to partner with him next year and i think we'll pick one up in the summer
0: yeah no doubt van dyke not much else to say besides what you guys said love him Lover and alley you know i used to not like lovran either um and you know i, I still don't so um <laughs> so uh yeah no he just I, you can't deny that he's had good games. Uh, he had a good Champions League final. I mean, he, he he's played well um, in stretches during the season, but he just costs us too many points for me. I'll never be comfortable with him back there, even with Van Dyke the, and the team. Um, I, I don't mind him staying. I, I don't I just don't want him starting. I, I'd rather see somebody else come in and fill that role. You know, Motsip, yeah, I've always wanted to see Motsip at a center defensive mid. I don't know why. I just, I've always wanted to see him there. I feel like he'd be better,
1: <laughs> it's, for better. La- it's for lack
0: of one. If you don't maybe have maybe one, that's what yeah. it was. Maybe it's just out of like creativity and necessity. Like last year, just thinking of who could play that position. Um, but, you know, I, I, I just feel like he'd be a better center defensive mid than a defender. Um, I don't know if he's going to be sold out. I don't think we expect too much from him next season. Uh, and then Klaavan, just like you said, yeah, easy, easy 10, easy A, whatever you want to say. Um, love the guy. Uh I mean he actually in all seriousness did have a pretty good season for us so uh, don't mind him hanging around for a little bit longer let's go on and move on to the midfield gentlemen Jeff what do you got for me
1: nothing but good news here right Um, (laughs) the biggest weakness of ours in the Champions League final so um, I think for what was there to be had of Milner uh, I had him as an A- for the capacity that he had to give to the club Klopp Clearly left him on the bench, uh, saved him for the first half, just for obviously Champions League. And he had that whoopsie-daisy goal versus Hoffenheim. Who could forget that? Away. That's, uh, that's Milner. Uh, Henderson, first half, kind of similar story is Lovren, the other center backs in the first half. Wasn't all that great. And you're expecting him to break, break down at mid-year, which he usually does. But then he put in some gutsy performances through, especially the knockout rounds of the Champions League. So uh, in the final, he was exposed, just like every other midfielder we had that day. You know, Matric, Cruz, they're they're just too much and, you know, definitely exposed our our midfield. But we got a lot of help coming in next year, thank God. When Alden was decent this year, I gave him a B at the end. Really came on towards, you know, Champions League, like a lot of the rest of the players. uh, Went missing, sort of inconsistent throughout the year. Workman-like. Held the ball when he needed him to, especially in the final, so give him a solid B. Emre, incomplete. I don't think we saw enough of him. Uh, injured too much, especially through the end of the year. Now he's gone, so that problem will solve that. Chamberlain, similar grade as Milner. I gave him an A- minus for what we had available of him this year. one wanted more. That, that was a clear success for Klopp and his you know coaching skill. Right, He loves the the unfinished product and to be able to coach players up I mean, he really got ox switched on for him put him in the role that he really wanted and it, it paid dividends through knockout stages to champions league so for him as a team guy it was name on minus a- for me and then olana well, is not even worth i think an incomplete
0: yeah no it's some some solid grades there uh ali what do you got man
2: all right, I'll go quickly. So, Hendo, I'll give him a 6 out of 10. Misses too many games. I was disappointed with the lack of leadership in the CL final. Um, I think he will be a very good squad player going forward, but I just don't think, um, he's going to be a starter. We've already replaced him with Fabinho. Um, he could play box to box, but we'll see. Uh, Millie, I'll give him a 6 out of 10 as well. I think he worked very hard and worked, you know, was really good in our, uh, CL run. Uh, with the most assists as well, but the age, his legs getting to him, the poor guy was falling over in the final, which I can't really fault him, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. Genie, he's too inconsistent. I'm going to give him a six out of ten as well. Um, when he's up for it, he's unplayable. Um, you can remember that pass that Mane, It went from Minulay to Moreno to Genie to Mane to Firmino to Emery for the you know the goal of the season against Hoffenheim. Yeah, Uh, Genie has that in him. Um, Scored an away goal, which is pretty awesome. But uh, six out of ten for him. Ox was a seven out of ten for me. I thought he was going to go on to you know win win the Champions League with us. Poor guy getting injured. Chan was also a seven. Lalana is a five out of ten. Misses way too many games.
0: Yeah, wondering what uh, is going to happen with him next season. I don't think he'll be sold because Klopp likes him too much right now. But um, yeah, it'll be a good squad player along with 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 Hendo and and Genie. It's crazy to think about that those three that started in the Champions League could potentially be backups next season. Um, That's to think well, about because two of the three already are. What so. we need,
2: we yeah, ha- no, exactly. We haven't had squad I mean, we've
0: been, depth for so long. <laughs> we, we've been asking for it forever. Um, and this is and you know we knew the players, you know that they were supposed to be. They they definitely overachieved this year. Um, you know, and, and for that, I think they did a great job. Um, I thought the midfield was solid, uh, unfortunate injuries there for sure, but I'd have to agree with what of you guys said. Um, let's move on to the, the icing on the cake here, Ali, the forwards. Woo. All right.
2: Sala 10 out of 10, obviously. I mean, I can't, we don't have to say anything, do we? The guys, yeah. Oh, no. We have all of his favorite goal watchers. at least
0: favorite favorite goal of his this season.
2: It has to be the one against Alisson. Actually, you know what? It's, it's the one where he like juggled it around, uh, Porto and then just hit it at the ground in. That's, that's the moment where I knew it, something was special. That's something special. It was, was just happen, so dude. calm in the it was, box. It was, it was just insane. Um, for me, just one of the best false nines I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm going to give the guy eight out of 10 season. He brought the best out of Sala. I mean, he's not going to get all the glory with the goals and assists, but uh, his highlight for me is uh, Kung Fu kicks, no-look goals, yes. no-look signing the contract. The guy is just one of us. A guy. I love the guy. love uh Goal of the season for me for him is uh, shoving stones out of the way. And, yes. You know, chipping, chipping it. Oh, I uh,
0: love that goal.
2: That's uh, such a good goal. Mane, he's one of my favorite players. Uh, apparently, he's off the Madrid. Twitter's melting down right now. <laughs> uh, he's my African prince. Um, he was overlooked by many of our strikers this season, being Firmino and uh, Sala because they were just playing better. He played on the left this season. Um, he was a CL final warrior for me. Highlight number one is just copying all of Firmino's uh, celebrations. Highlight number two is the equalizer in the CL final. We already talked about it. We went nuts. I was going to headbutt you in the face, Joey.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're pretty uh, close to doing that. Uh, nine out of ten. Or eight out of ten. Lovely. Lovely. Jeffrey, what do you got?
1: Yeah, about the same. So, uh, money. Everybody's, you know, especially in the first half, are saying he's not, you know, having the greatest season. He's down a year. No one really thinking that he's like switching up positions on the field, like adjusting to a new role, especially post Coutinho. He took on drifting into the ten more overlapping Firmino and Salah, and especially as the offense really centered on Salah, as he was chasing all of his awards and trophies, which he's got a million at this point. For the year, I gave Mane an A minus. I mean, what a, what a warrior as Ali said, a champion in the brightest light. I mean, I put a premium on the players that show up in big big moments. And there's nothing bigger than the final. He was there. Uh, he was switched on, and you know, other players had their had their trouble with it, but he didn't. Uh, Bobby, same thing. Give him an A, flat out A. Uh, the way he made the offense work, uh, he struggled in the final, unfortunately. Still up for debate whether that was Madrid as much as him. But, you know, it's unfortunate we didn't see the best of him in that final. Uh, but, you know, for the year, in balance, Champions League, Premier League, doesn't matter. He, he was fantastic. And Salah, clear A+. Plus. And then the others, uh, Ings, uh, you got to give him, like, I, I don't know how you give him any more than a D. And that's probably being nice. Um Just not up to Liverpool's quality at this point, which is a really good thing for evolution of the club. And then Solanke got his one goal at the end of the season. Gets brightness, good for him, but also not up to the level of quality we need. So no doubt that Klopp is looking for other attackers.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, obviously the shining light of the season were our forwards. Um, I'd say really quickly since you guys mentioned them. the Salah goal against Tottenham, I thought that was insane. Uh, I thought that it won us the game and I was going crazy. Uh, yep. I think Natalie still thinks I'm not a real person um, after that moment. I think she's still a little scared. Um, my favorite Firmino goal was probably that Stones one or just against City when um, in the Champions League where he intercepted it and just finished it. Just such a typical Bobby goal. Uh, and then Mane, probably the one in the final. Um can't wait for these guys to to see them next season again with with a better three behind them. Could, Getting an
1: actual to, service, yeah,
0: yeah. It's I mean it's crazy to think about. They they could get even better. So that's the hope, obviously. Um, and you know Salah, what a signing! What what a player! Unbelievable! Uh, pleasure to watch this season. Just just amazing stuff. Let's go ahead and move on. I don't, you know, we don't really need to talk too many about the the loan watches. Uh, if you guys want to mention anything really quickly, I, I guess the only thing I'll say is that, you know sad to see this is going to be the end of studge um we knew we knew it since he went on loan but now it's it's pretty much coming to an end um like, curious to see if origi um what happens with him i, I think we will sell him and then griach and wilson are kind of just the two that i can think about that are the only ones right now in my mind that could try and get their way into the squad at least to get some games next season i don't know if you guys think anyone else can
1: in terms of Gruich, uh, he's phenomenal form in the second half of the season. He has got, got loaned to Cardiff, so he showed some quality there. Uh, so it would be nice to see him in camp. I, I don't know if he makes makes the roster with this sudden depth that, we, that we'll that have. You know, knock on wood, that Fikir comes to walk through the door as well. But yeah, I think we'll have a completely remade midfield, which makes it difficult for him. Uh, Ajari, Kent...
2: It, in his case, he's Harry Wilson, best player in the world.
0: I know. I want him. We've been talking about him for years, Ali. I really do hope that he somehow gets into the team. He seems like a leader, been the captain of U21s, uh, just set peace taker. The guy, the guy's scoring goals, um, and I just – he's kind of like in between a winger and a midfielder. You don't really know what he is, but mm-hmm. I mean I, I really do want to see him get some games for us next season. I, I really do. I, th- so. I think
2: uh, he can come on for Sala, like last 10 minutes of every game probably. He doesn't even need to be like the f- for him.
0: Yeah, he doesn't even need to be the first guy behind our front three. I'm not asking for him to be like the backup to them, like the first guy. But I'd like to see him somewhere along the line, backup to them. So, um, let's not get into kind of the rumors. That's that's a whole nother pod. The only the only one I do want to touch on really quick there is if you had to pick a keeper right now and say one thing about them, which one would you go with and why, Jeff?
1: I would love Oblock at this point, Allison. You know, between the two of them, I'll be happy if Lip were over to land one or one of two world-class keepers. I think that's who you need. If you're going to bring in another keeper, why not pick one of the best? It's worked really well for United with the Gea, so would love to see Oblak or Allison. I uh, can't really choose between the two. If I had to choose, gun to my head, Oblak.
2: Ali? <laughs> Oblak? <laughs> Oblak. <laughs> I don't know how to say but Aflac. it just sounds funny. Yeah, Aflac. I would go with him as well. I think he's... I think he's going to be the. Next. Actually, you know what? I think Chelsea's having a fire sale. Um, they can't afford their players. They can't afford their stadium. I, I say we just do a cheeky bid and go get Courtois, and save some money and you know, save it and use it somewhere else.
0: I don't want him. I don't want Courtois. I know it it's It's my good game, good not say. your game. That's true. That's fair. I think I think he'll end up going back to Madrid because Block's out of there. I hope we go get him. And I know that Allison fits our style much more. But, you know, there's just something about having a top three keeper in the world on your team. So hopefully it's him. Um, that, that'd be the only thing I'd said. Before we get out of here, let's go ahead and quickly talk about two players that we do have coming in that are going to be new members of the squad this next season. Very exciting. We, well, I mean, I think you'd be stupid to kind of not think that both of them would not get into the starting 11 above the midfield that we have. Let's start with Keita. You know, we've talked about him a little bit in the past, but Not go too much into depth, Ali, but just give me something that you're excited for about Keita. Just a brief little bit um, that you're looking forward Um, to him this this upcoming season. We just don't have anyone that's going to be –
2: that will take it to someone like Sergio Ramos. and I mean, Mane was doing that, but someone in the midfield who will lead the charge, this fool will get 30 red cards a season and he doesn't care. So I want someone that's going to go in and just destroy someone and, and we have that in Keita.
0: I love it. I mean, I was part of us. Were thinking it was just like, is he just having these red cards to try and force his way out in the in the, in the January window? Because would he have like? Did he? Have, did you just say it was the three or four red cards that he had?
2: Um, no, I said he's going to get thirty red cards. But I, I, I think he has. I like, swear he I'm had three red right cards though we'll this past see.
0: season. I, I feel like he did at least two. I know that. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it's it, we, we need some – we've been talking about we need some kind of bastardness in the, the side, some nastiness. Um, so really excited for him to come in. Jeff, anything you have look, that you're looking forward to, to seeing Keita?
1: What are you not looking forward to? Like a, a midfields, you know, going from one of the worst in the world to one of the best in the world. I mean, it's such an improvement and would have made a huge difference in that final that I went all the way to Kiev to watch. So, yeah, his ability to create, to distribute the ball and to cut through, uh, you know, especially low-blocking sides, I think he's going to be fantastic for some of the draws that we're going to be on the road against. I I can't wait to see him get a full preseason in with Klopp, develop some rhythm with the players. Joe, you mentioned that Ox was as close as we got to that capability, and we just didn't have it uh, when he went out of the side, so...
0: He basically has it all. I mean, the only thing he's lacking, I guess, would be height. Um, but other than that, I mean, one of the best dribblers per 90 in the in the top five leagues. Um, the guy can hurt you a number of ways, can play the final ball, can dribble past the midfield. Explosive, can tackle. I mean, he really does have it all. So very, very much looking forward to having him on the side next season. Jeff, back to you. Anything about our new signing, Fabinho? Jesus. Other
1: than wow and United can suck it, and City and Chelsea and whoever else, the Atletico that fancied bringing him in. What a coup. Uh, big story for Edwards and Klopp, once again, knocking down the, the, the good talent. And, you know, signing that no one, none of the in the nose, you know, more confirming the in the nose or just not anymore. Uh, lovely surprise coming back. I wasn't even home yet when, when the signing was announced. And I saw the rumor, uh, I think it was French press, that, that, uh, that surfaced it at first, and then an hour later, Joyce, that it's done, and
0: there's yeah. you know,
1: a video of the guy. Amazing.
0: Yeah, it came out of so, nowhere.
1: Came out of nowhere, but, you know, it's the defensive holding man that we've been all just dying for, begging, pleading for, and he's all that. I mean, he's not the controller of the game that Giordino is going to be for City, likely, but, wow, I mean, the destroyer with the ball um, can take penalties. It took quite a few last yeah, he's, year. He's,
0: I think he's yeah, one yeah you, last year.
1: Yeah, you have a penalty taker that's not named James Milliner, so that's that's pretty awesome. Um, and someone that, that is sure on the ball in the back and can cover our back line is it, just an ideal pairing for how Liverpool play.
0: Yeah, and we've been missing one for... A long time since Mask left. What was it 2011? In, Something like that. You
2: know the best part about the signing, though, it's Rebecca Tavares. Yeah,
0: she's, she's the best great. part about this. She's awesome. She's all, awesome. all in. All, yeah. all in.
2: she's a red. She's gonna be a fun person to to watch out for during the next season.
0: Ali, but this, in terms of transfer business, this flew under the the radar. I mean, this you like to see stuff like this done. Nobody had thought this was a possibility, and then boom, you know, you get hit with just this guy has the potential to become a top five, top 10 midfielder in the world.
2: Yeah. It's going to be pretty crazy to see our midfield next year, him and Keita. We're going to have some, some tough, tough players. And I think if we get Fakir as well, we're going to go from the least, you know, cunt of a midfield to just the hardest hitting and like just the worst midfield to deal with. And I, am so excited for that. Um, The signing. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. I think, that's how we're trying to do it. ITKs know nothing at this point. Yeah. So everything you hear online, it's absolutely fake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Except for one of our Ali, Ali's many burner accounts, which uh, I think a lot of
2: people... I'm actually six of the ITKs online. So yes, look out for me.
0: Love it. Um, Jeff, we'll just go ahead and, and close it out here. So, um, any last remarks on the season, what you're looking forward to uh, the progress you see under Klopp, just Liverpool football club as a whole uh, thoughts on the season and looking forward.
1: That's an unqualified success. Klopp since time zero of being at Liverpool has, you know, done more year on year with, you know, arguably mostly Rodgers' players still. So you look at who ended up in the final, you know, about half of that, that pitch was Rodgers' people. So, you know, and who came off the bench to deal with Salah going down? It was dear old Adam Lana that looked nothing like uh, the Lana, you know, the first half of 16-17 uh, that, you know, deserved the bumper contract. So, you know, year, year zero, not even a full year, it took us to a Europa League final. Um, next year got us qualified for Champions League Uh, And, you know, year after that, not only do we do damage in Champions League, but playing with house money all the way through to the final. No one expected that. Uh, That was way overachieving in Champions League. And, you know, Klopp correctly stated it. He had the side that will do well in Europe. He knows how to, you know, compose a side to do well in that competition. So, I mean, nothing but hope from that standpoint. And now having gotten to the final... Uh, he's delivered the recruiting platform that is already paying dividends this early. So Fabinho coming in, picking Klopp, picking Liverpool. I mean, it's so easy to point to, you were just dominated in that final in the midfield. If we had that piece and if we had a little luck, might have come away with a win. I mean, that's a much easier platform than, well, shit, you know, we, we're Tottenham and we can't re- really get to the knockout stage when we do we, we we fumble so just trust us we'll we'll get there the next time no it's I, I was there you should have been there too and had you been there we would have come away with a win so huh. yeah I, i'm really I'm, I'm really looking forward to who else is coming through that door it's gonna be a long summer
0: yeah exciting things for sure ali any uh, closing remarks on the season then what's to come i know Klopp has not won in the last six
2: thanks for uh, bringing comp, that up man cup I really finals that. and i understand that but um He's finally going to have his team. He's getting his players. We have elite players. We're getting linked to elite players now. We're going to be absolutely disgusting, and I can't wait. I know we all will say next next year's our season. It honestly is.
0: Yeah, it does feel like a bit of a revolution, or at least he's doing sort of not all you can ask for because, yeah, I mean, it would be much easier if he had won the finals that he's been in with us, and then you could point to those. But the general feeling around the club— The the players, like you said, that he's recruiting, Um, everyone seems to be on the same page, whether it's the staff, the coaches, the players, uh, and the fans. I mean, it's just it's nice to have a united um, fan base and club right now moving forward. So all exciting things to come. Thought this season was progress. Um, Didn't turn out the way we wanted to, but all good things moving forward. So if anyone wants to follow us on Twitter, they can, at TalkOnFP. We'll be trying to throw some some transfer pods out here um, throughout the summer um, update pods um, and, and anything we can think of here down the line. So uh, looking forward to, to getting some more signings in, uh, you know, I know we will most likely be doing another one talking about those two guys we mentioned at the end, but uh, regarding Twitter alley and, you know, Ali is, uh, has got some stuff to say as well um, regarding his stats, because he's just the best stats guy of all time. <laughs> I'm going to try to be more, uh, I'm going to try to be more uh, consistent, but after every game
2: next season, Premier League game, I'm going to update everyone with some cool stats. So uh, you don't have to follow me. You can just go on my page and see it. Don't follow me. I I talk a lot of shit to to Arsenal fans. Um, Kick them while they're down, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jacko. Um, (laughs) Jeffrey, what about you, man? Oh,
1: just uh, there's going to be more content coming out from Talk on, as you mentioned. So, yeah, we'll be doing some preview. We're going to... Brian Painter loves a good transfer and he also loves to talk about a good transfer or even a rumor. So you'll hear more from those two knuckleheads in New York. Um, you're going to hear more from us in, in Southern California over the summer. Um, I, we're going to respin the nickel interview that we did for his book. Uh, that was back, back, you know, a couple of seasons ago. It's a good one to listen to again. So you'll get that in a week or so. And yep. uh, anyway, we'll just enjoy the summer. Let the transfers come on in. Let our side get better.
0: Yeah, looking forward to it. Jeff underscore Hallett, two L's, two T's. Do I have that right? Yeah, thanks, man. There we go. And gentlemen, good to talk to you as always. Until next time, talk on. Talk on. Talk on, talk on. Talk on, talk on, talk on.